Hello everyone and thank you for tuning in to channel 36. My name is Hannah and I'm your host. Today we are here with Andrea, Kat, and Danny and we are going to be talking about living with medication for ADHD and what that is like. Now I will kick off by saying that I was on uh, 36 milligrams of Concerta for most of my life and it was horrible. Uh, has anyone else here been on Concerta? Yes. <laughs> Thoughts? Horrible. Horrible. It's interesting. Ruined my life. <laughs> it's a good, ex it's, a, it's, it's a good learning experience. Let me tell you about that. With, uh, <laughs> with Concerta, the best way I could describe it is you are like a robot when you're on it, like when it's effective and you're focusing on, I guess, what you need to focus on but here's the kicker that people who don't have ADHD and don't take these meds for psychiatric reasons and will take them recreationally instead um you're not gonna just focus on schoolwork and like get an A plus just because you popped a bunch of Concerta or Adderall or anything of that sort like if you pick up your phone and you're looking at Facebook when the medication starts to kick in, like you're going to be looking at Facebook for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's all you're looking at. So it's kind of a catch 22 with that. And like when I was taking it, um, as I got older and started being more social and like also cherishing sleep more, um, it would become a daily battle of whether or not I would take my Concerta because it just made me feel like I was a hollow shell of a being. And I don't know, that felt really weird. And I was living with that for about like 10 plus years of my life. And the only reason I started taking Concerta wasn't because my psychiatrist uh, suggested it since I have ADHD. The reason he gave it to me was because my mom suggested that I take some of my brothers when I was in like grade six or seven because I was having difficulty with Hebrew and my grades started improving and so he was just like all right here you go here's a controlled substance go for it <laughs> and yeah I don't know it was it was very weird how how did you all like get medication your first time well, my story is, is this is like, my origin story was nice and, and brief, but this is my... This is the meat. This is the, my meat. <laughs> um, so, like I said last week, um, I was diagnosed along with my brothers, and I was put on medication in grade three. So, uh, f at the time, there really wasn't a lot available, so I was on Ritalin, as people were at the mm -hmm. time. Um, <sighs> Ritalin. <laughs> Ritalin was was like I get I'm like getting full body shivers just thinking about it because it was the most extreme like that that robot mm -hmm. feeling it was the most extreme switch that that I can ever think of um, and at the time like trying to to juggle making friends and being social but also doing well in school and 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 you know, progressing through the grades. Yeah. Um, I was constantly at battle of like, when do I take it? How much do I take? And like, doing the whole taking it for just school stuff, and then yeah. on the weekends and whatever, not taking it. And I did that routine 
for many, many years. Um, eventually, Ritalin turned into Dexedrin. Um, and this is like, at the time, my whole family, we were all going to the same ADHD doctor. Ah. And he like was, every time there was something new, it's like, okay, let's try this. <laughs> Um, and he was very liberal with prescriptions, and most just, are fine with yeah. ADD meds. They're like, like using yeah. you guys, as a but like <laughs> our like me and my my brothers and father, we were all kind of into it. My mom had every single book, so she was reading like <laughs> as we were doing it all and sending me to all the other doctors as well. Um, but uh, so yeah, so it turns into dextrin, and then you know like the playing with the slow release dextrin mm-hmm. and and the quick acting and that mixture of that, and then lo and behold, science develops and. Then there's there's more options. Yeah. Um, Adderall was a godsend. So when when the fast acting like quick release tablets mm-hmm. came out, it changed the game. Hmm. It was the first time ever that I could take my medication and I didn't immediately turn into a robot. That's pretty good. An antisocial robot. And I'll say also, so I have a pattern brain, but I'm a very very creative person, um, very into the arts but also very into science and am good at it as a result. Um, and because of my medication needs, my brain focused on the like science pattern, mm-hmm. like math side of it. And I was never really good at English because when I would take the medication, I would turn into robot mode yeah. and I couldn't access that creative outlet, which is also why I had such a internal struggle with when I was gonna take and how much <laughs> I was gonna take. Yeah, and like, and so, so for for many years, like, I could only really be creative at certain times, and so I would. But science was also really fucking cool, so I, I, it was never like, I mean, it was a huge issue, but but I was never upset that I was in that I was good at science, mm-hmm. also. Um, but uh, but yeah, Adderall, and uh, so changed the game. It happened around like grade ten. Or so, grade eleven, no, grade ten. Um, things were okay. Um, still battling with accessibility stuff, but mm-hmm. perhaps that's a whole other issue. I mean, episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but then all of a sudden, as teenagers do, they started snorting Adderall, um, and because it was like a easily diagnosed or like a high. Um, Highly prescribed. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it was like people easily were just accessible. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Easily accessible. Um, it was very easily accessible, and so Canada got really scared and was like, "No, we're 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 banning this shit." And so I'm like, "Fuck! What am I going what? to do?" And of course, it's always like right when there's like crazy exams or whatever. And I went to CHAP, which was a Hebrew school. It was especially really really difficult. Yeah. Um, so I was freaking out. My mom, being the woman that she is and the mother that she is, um, our neighbor at the time was a doctor, mm-hmm. was American, moved to Canada not too long ago. So she, so they hooked us up with one of their buddies that was still in the states, and we like smuggled essentially Adderall wow. in for me to like still be able to do schoolwork. But eventually, like, that was just, it was so fucking expensive. Yeah. Because obviously, like, we can't get insurance, and then to, like, pay him, and then to pay the, the smugglers in, and then to pay for the medication, it was like, Ooh, all of those fees. using our real names in this? I'm just... Yeah, just like, using, like, so, oh, so, it was, yeah, so, well, I, mean, I mean, you do what you gotta do, is essentially what, it, what, what my mom's motto was. Names, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shut up. 
But um, so that that glory ride had to end eventually, which you know eventually we switched to the the slow release, uh-huh. and then science happened. I went to university. Conserva happened. Whew. Devil. Whew. Um, so Conserta was the devil. It really was. Um, it yeah made you super robot, mm-hmm. and the like quirk of Conserta, the reason why they were like super into it. Was one you you can't crush it up because it's That's like true. it's like a multi tablet construction. Like you could, but it would take a lot of effort. And no, 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 you can't. So it's no, it's it, you, like you really it's it's inefficient because it's it's not the way that the pill itself is constructed is not conducive to like. Sorry. Yeah, it so just it just isn't. It. I mean, I guess if you really, really wanted to, you could crush them. Yeah. People do what they got to do. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You figure it out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I was on a heavy, a heavy dose. Yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah. at least, at least 36, if not, yeah, yeah, I mean, I probably, probably 52. Sort of was also weird because it was measured in weird. Yeah, like, weird. it's measured weirdly. Like yeah. I thought it was on thirty-two milligrams, but lo and behold, that doesn't exist. No, and it was on thirty-six milligrams. Yeah, um, and it, Concerta is, I would say, so bad that like the doctors will say like, do not take more than this. It's not like yeah. bifentan or. Um, Vivance where it's like, oh, you, like, you're on 20 milligrams, and, like, you can You can play around play as you down. feel like, it, yeah. Concerta, every you doctor can't. I've ever had, they're like, you took two? Yeah, no, what? you don't, don't play around with that no, shit. It's so bad. Um, also, the other, okay, so the, so one, it's not snortable. Mm. Two, medically, uh, because of its construction, it time releases such that That's you true. don't get the peaks and valleys that the other medications. Very true. Uh, give you. Um, which is sort of that, like, that on feeling um, that, that people that take ADD medication sometimes talk about. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. 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 Like when it's like, it's like, you're, you know, things yeah. change and you're like, okay, it's, it's on now. It feels now. like someone clicked a switch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so Concerta doesn't have that as much purportedly. Um, and, uh, and it lasts for like. 20 hours. Yeah, that's very long. <laughs> if you're planning on sleeping, you better take it, like, yeah. at 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, a 16 to 18-hour <laughs> pill. Like, wake up in the middle of the night, take it, go back to sleep, and yeah. then wake up and yeah. go. Yeah. Mine actually said to take it before bedtime, and I'm like, how the fuck am I, I know. supposed to it's do that? I know, it's fucked up. I never understood that. It's fucked up. Um, uh, there's a lot of F-bombs here, right? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, yeah, so I did the concerted thing. It, uh... Legit was the beginning of my depression. It it legit depressed me. Yeah. Um, and then as I was obviously an undergrad and studying various philosophical courses and weird shit like that, I had an existential crisis all on my own. But the Concerta <laughs> was was a real big help uh, kicking that one off. Um, then as like to try and switch gears, we switched to Bifenton. Yeah, that's uh, that shit did nothing for me. It just made me feel real sick. Didn't help me focus at all. So back to Concerta. Um, and then eventually, like, playing around between Dexedrine uh, slow release and mixing with Adderall because Adderall is a mix of Ritalin and Dexedrine salts, yeah. which is why you can mix those shit. Um, nice. Finally, after graduating, uh, they came, came out with Vyvanse. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so lo and behold, I did go back to school, so not so bad. Um, but the Vivans was, again, another godsend. It was like Adderall 2.0. Um, again, for the first time, I was, I was able to interact socially mm-hmm. and, and, and make friends and talk to people while also in school, in class and studying um, and not feeling guilty about sacrificing one over the mm-hmm. other. Um, that being said, after a lifetime of being on medication, I was at a very, very high uh, dosage. Um, so in my, I did, I, I did a whole undergrad in, uh, in science. I graduated uh, with honors from kinesiology. And then I went back to school and uh, did cinema studies. Mm-hmm. And in my, uh, like the year before I was doing my master's and including my master's year, I was taking like, I was starting my day at maybe like 120 milligrams and taking another like 40 to 60 milligrams throughout the day. Yeah. So, so it was real, it was real serious shit. Um, and I'm a small person. You guys can't see me, but I'm a, (laughs) I'm a small person. She's very, (laughs) she's very petite. (laughs) So it's, it's kind of remarkable that I'm, I'm alive and I, I was able to graduate in in the time I was able to graduate which was a lot of time um but uh it was it was real bad and so in like the the latter half of my master's degree I don't know why I decided to do while I was still in school but either way um I started slowly training myself down and Mm -hmm. being like no you don't need anymore like this is okay you deal with what you have. Mm-hmm. You have a, a lifetime of going to see other doctors and knowing all these other tricks. You have your accessibilities. Uh, utilize that shit and like do it. Mm-hmm. And now I am proud to say I am on 20 milligrams of mm-hmm. Vyvanse. Nice. I take it every single day regardless of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. The consistency of the schedule has, has improved things tremendously. And on top of that, the thing that has made everything sort of click and work together in like every part of my being is combining that with medicinal cannabis. Yeah. Starting to, to smoke and, and, and do the research on that front and knowing the strains that react in, in the beneficial ways with my particular biochemistry, again, having taken amphetamines since grade three, it's it's really helped to level out the the like having to be productive and and you know like think through patterns and problems and and not get overwhelmed and not make you know knee jerk things and and all of that while also being able to be creative and and interact with people mm-hmm. and laugh shit <laughs> like how many years how many years it was hard for me to laugh. It and then was, everyone is just like, are you okay? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, and it's like... But if you're not on your meds and you're acting a little strange, then they're like, did you take your meds? Yeah, okay? yeah. So, oh, so God, it's... I've had that so many times. So many times? I've had martial arts instructors be like, cat, go take your medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how did you know? Yeah. <laughs> how did you know? And they're like, because you're like falling asleep. Go take your medicine. <laughs> oh, no. So it's been like a lifelong junk and and on top of that since then i've also been diagnosed with depression and have you know dealt with with moving through that medication um and 
interestingly enough, um, I don't know what's going on with my body, but uh, birth control has been necessary in my both my mind and my body. I <laughs> went off birth control um, for like six six months or so, and about this time last year, a bit before, I developed horrible, horrible stomach aches. Hmm. Like, dehabilitating. I even went to the hospital one time. Um, on top of that, like, my depression was right, right back there, mm -hmm. regardless of my medications, whatever I tried to do. And, like, because I was struggling with this before, I knew that this was, like, in my mind, like, it was a chem like a chemical imbalance. Um, and then after trying all these things, I was like, okay, well, last thing that I changed is birth control. I went back on it three, within within like one month. It's supposed to be at least three months. Within one month, everything is like already so much better. That's good. Mm. So like weird concoction of prescriptions, but at least I've, you know, after 30 <laughs> odd years, I've <laughs> finally figured it out. It's finally. Just wait until menopause. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> You're going to have to do it all over again. I know, I know. My mom keeps telling me. Anytime I'm like, mommy. And she goes, well, just wait. Just here, wait. There's uh, been, you know, when you like wake up at night because you have a, a Charlie horse or a leg cramp and yeah. you think you're dying. Yeah. Um, when I was living at home, my bedroom was on top of my mom's, so she could always hear me. So sometimes she would come upstairs and be like, "What's going on? What's going on? Something happening? Get her a towel." I'm like, "My leg, my leg." <laughs> Automatic response always. Well, it gets worse when you have menopause. <laughs> Fuck you. You're not even coming up to help. Why? No. No. Not <laughs> like, a helpful mother. Anyway, onward. Cal. Oh, yeah. It's my turn. Okay. So I, I got done. You know, it's pretty late. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I guess I was probably 16. 16? Um, I was originally diagnosed. My original diagnosis was reactive attachment disorder, mm -hmm. and they were treating me with uh, depression medication. And they did, actually didn't even tell me what my diagnosis was. Like they told me, "Oh, well, we'll put you on some depression medication, see what goes on." They told my dad. That's annoying. My, they mm -hmm. told my dad what my diagnosis was, and my dad didn't tell me. He didn't tell me until after like I had already left and I was an adult. Mm -hmm. And uh, what sucks is that he's the reason why I was diagnosed with it in the first yeah. place is because of my horrible relationship with him. So I was being treated for depression and, um, you know, I was still having like the inattentiveness at school. I was like, I've been dealing with inattentiveness my entire life. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not a new symptom. So they have me on, uh, was it Lexapro and Abilify mm -hmm. and then they put me on Adderall. And they started me out on like a 25 or 20 milligram XR, so I was getting the extended release. Right, right, and yeah. I never took tablets until I became an adult. Um, they do that now. Yeah, and so. Up and build. Don't yeah. mind. Yeah. really early. Yeah. Don't they, uh, <laughs> so they had me on the 20 or 25 XR, and like I. Um, I definitely got that on feeling the first time I took mm -hmm. it, and it was like instant, and my grades like skyrocketed, and yeah. I got so much better. Um, and my teachers noticed a difference between me on the Adderall and me not on the Adderall. Yeah. Um, and so it was uh, kind of crazy how like I, because I wasn't like a bad student, like I had good grades. Mm -hmm. It was just at that point in time, like I had gotten so far ahead in school that I was taking university level classes my last years of high school. Like I was barely taking any high school classes at that point. And so like of course you know. I'm not able to keep up because like I've never had to study before and these classes are like 
three times as hard as anything I've ever taken before, you know? And then like, well, look, we'll give you some better and see what happens. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah, because I'm actually learning new topics. Like, it's crazy for me because I just like, when everybody's like, what do you get such good grades? I'm like, we've literally covered the same stuff every yeah. year since yeah. third grade. Yeah. I That's don't know fair, how, like, 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 how many years are they going to have to beat the same topic and do over and over again before you get it? Like, I picked it up the first try. I'm sorry, I'm not that dumb, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, like, I remembered from last like, year. Like, <laughs> like, maybe I paid attention that one time in my life where I was just good at reading the textbook whenever my, like, that was the other thing. When I was a little kid, I would read the textbook at home just because. Oh, like, and, I, and then I was like, oh, okay, that, Yeah, <laughs> it's because I was bored. You know, I, I had so I many siblings. Oh, I had so many siblings. It was awful. I did not. I did <laughs> No. Yeah, I mean, I was also the kid. Like, I stuck my mom's anatomy <laughs> textbooks. So throughout high school, I eventually, um, my dad pretty much forced me to keep taking the antidepressants, which I didn't want to do. And I feel like they kind of counteracted the Adderall, which ended up with me having to take a higher dosage. So mm-hmm. when I was in high school, um, by the time I left high school, my dosage was around 30 milligrams of Adderall. But they had switched me to uh, Vyvanse, which I don't know if a lot of people know how Vyvanse works. But it's Adderall with an extra protein attached to it to make it harder to digest. Yeah. So it's the same drug, essentially, with uh, uh-huh. with an added protein. Adderall 2.0. Yeah, it's Adderall 2.0. Like I said. Yeah. So, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Uh, like, but that's how it works. Um, a lot of people think that it's a completely different drug, and it's like, no, no, no. not really. It's it's, it's got a different name. Thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Um, uh, it's the same thing, new protein, so it makes it a new patent so they can make way more money yeah. off of it. Because difference between Vyvanse and Adderall, whoop. So big. Um, oh, yeah. I'm on a very expensive antidepressant, so. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> rough. It's pretty rough. <laughs> Yeah, especially with those U.S. prices. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just glad I'm not diabetic. Well, that's very true. Yeah, my that was that was really dark humor, and I apologize. No, no, no. My best friend's diabetic, and it's expensive as fuck. Yeah. My parents are diabetic. Yeah. I get I've it. heard about people, like, dying. Well, yes. It. Yeah, trying to yeah. ration it and then end up dying. And then, but, hey, the real problem is that damn border wall, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we need, need $7 billion dollars for yeah, that. Yeah, not to be political or anything. Anyway. I'm like shoveling banana bread in my face. Mm, hear me talk while I eat. Um, um, this podcast has so many topics. It's ASMR. It's ASMR. Okay. There's a lot going. It's like a Bob Ross film, and we talk about it. I'm just gonna do it in a soft voice. Happy you know? little ADHD. <laughs> yeah. So, and then when I moved away from my dad's house, and I, I became an adult, and I had fancy military health care because I married a guy, and then I can't do this anyway. My ex-husband's in the Navy, and um, so they had I had Tricare at that point, and Tricare is single payer system. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so when people in the US are like, it won't work and I'm like, US military <laughs> it does work. We have our Medicare is they would just make it bill to everybody and all of a sudden, oh no, the drug companies aren't making gajillion dollars off of making diabetics die. Anyway. Um, so anyway. Uh, so I got all my prescriptions for free at that point, but they switched me back to Adderall because Vyvanse was because it was still had a patent, it was too expensive and the yeah, government yeah. was like, mm, ain't paying yeah. for that shit. And then they put me on the tablets and I took the tablet the ten milligram tablets twice a day. Right. Oh, and thankfully things. for me, I've never built up a tolerance to any of my medications ever. I'm like some miracle person or something. Um so I've never had to like adjust my doses. Baby. High. 
Yeah, I've never, like, I don't get it. I'm not, I don't have, like, addictive personality type or anything like that. So, like, I don't. Lucky. So, like, I don't, I don't get addicted to things. That's the thing. Is like, I don't get addicted. Like, if I make a choice to stop doing something, I just stop. I'm like, all right, fine. Like, there was a period in my life where I was homeless for, like, six months living in my car, and I was just, like, drinking every day. And then, uh, yeah, that was a, this will be a fun story to address later. I have a very fun life to talk about. Um, I, had a, I did a lot of dumb shit in my 20s. Um, I think we all I mean, did. I'm still in my 20s, still so I still have time. Um, oh, don't worry. I'm. <laughs> done enough and we'll do more I have nine more months to make it last do stupid shit anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. so uh, no there was a period of my life where I like lived in my car and I was getting drunk all the time because I was super depressed I had like mm, just gotten yeah. through my divorce and all that and uh, you know one day I just woke up I was like I don't want to drink anymore and then I didn't and I still like I came up here wow. and then I started to get it and I was like I don't want to drink anymore and now I don't really drink that much anymore and so like I've never had to like adjust my Adderall dosage I've never had to be like oh I need more Adderall because this isn't working anymore like I've just always been on 20 25 milligrams wow. um like I've never wow. gone beyond awesome. that by advanced setting and uh wow. so that's all I take now but I still get the on switch so it's yeah. like so like now um because whenever my ex-husband and I divorced I no longer had health insurance and I mm-hmm. couldn't afford to go to the doctors it's like like one ER trip one time cost me like seven thousand dollars. Oh, I was just talking about this. And I that wasn't even I including an ambulance ride. That wasn't even an ambulance ride included. Yeah. I had to Uber myself there. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I had an abscess in my jaw that was so big, like my face was swollen oh. like this. And the doctor took one look at it, and you could actually see it in my mouth, like you could see it, <laughs> like, like bulging through your like bulging gum. in green and everything. And they were like, oh, "Okay, here's some penicillin. Get out." And then they charged me seven grand for that, and I was yep. like. Fuck you guys! You like yep. insane, right? I, I went home. And I, they didn't even drain it. Like I went home and drained it myself, Ew. and it was fine within a week. I was oh, so mad. Nice. I was so mad. I was like, and then the penicillin cost me like fifty dollars. I was like, it's penicillin, insane. So anyway. I'm so glad I live in Canada. So when right. I, whenever I lost my insurance, um, I have a friend um, that I was really close with, um, who's a doctor, and he ended up. Right. So, the other story is like I'd also stock like stockpiled enough in my Adderall to last me a couple of years oh, okay. when my ex husband was in the military because I didn't always take it. Um, so I had enough to last me several years before I ran out. And by the time I ran out, my friend had his prescription pad, and he was like, "I'll write the prescriptions for you." Um, I really hope we should never ever give our last name or appear in public. <laughs> so I'm about to tell a story that could lose his medical license. Um, he he would write the prescriptions for me. And he would write me the prescriptions for um, a three-month dosage, so a 90-day mm-hmm. prescription for 30 milligrams of the tablets. Yeah. And then I would give him half. He would pay for the entire prescription, which was $100 for three months' worth. And then he would take the other half and sell it to um, another guy who sold it to medical students mm-hmm. at, <laughs> at the medical right. school that he graduated yeah. from. That's yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. right. So... Yeah. Um, and then at the end, ruining it for the rest of us. Well, before I came up here, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. So with those thirty milligram tablets, I actually take them and I cut them into four pieces, and I yeah. would take one. Yeah, yeah. I, I take such a low dose now tablets. because yeah, yeah. like I'm not working, so like I take a low dose, and then once I get a hit, like I'll get a regular, a actual prescription. Mm-hmm. But for now, I'm running on like my half pill. So I knew that like, hey, if I'm not working, I don't really need to take it over the next year. Um, I recently started taking it again because I got my work permit, so I'm trying to like get back into the swing of things. Mm-hmm. But I knew that if I I said, hey, for two months, I need to, like, pay for it myself, but I need the prescription, and I can't give you any. But I can tell you someone else who can. <laughs> he wrote the prescription for me and my other friend. But, um, so I would take, I took the prescription, and I saved it, and now I have, like, a year's worth of medicine until I get oh okay. But that's the kind of stuff, like, I know I'm not, like, going to die if I don't have my Adderall, but that's still the kind of, like, 
that's the kind of thing that happens in the U.S. And I was mm-hmm. lucky enough that I had that friend. She was a medical, medical student who could write my prescriptions for free. Because there's other people who can't. That's very true. There's other people yeah. who don't have access to this medicine. And there's I've had friends who told me, like, Katie, why do you need this medicine? Like, you're this bright young woman and you're, like, bubbly and you're just, like, have these interests all over the place and you're creative and you're smart. Like, why? I'm like, because I don't know how to take all of these things that you say about me that are so wonderful and positive and funnel them into one lane. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that medicine yeah, helps fine. me do that. Like, yeah, that's true. I understand that I'm creative and bright and intelligent and I love science and I'm, I love art and I'm interested in all these things and I'm nice and caring and, you know, I I have so much going on that, like, you know, I need, I can't just, I can't focus. And no, no, any normal human, that's fine. I have friends who don't take Adderall and they can take all of my life and be like, it's so easy, look like this. And I'm like, yeah. that's great that that's easy for you. I can't do that. You know how many, like... This is our second week, and I'm, I've been late each time. <laughs> like, but it's, like, the same thing. Like, no, I need more time. And that's, like, I'm chronically late, like, all the time. Like, I have to schedule my whole day out, like, oh, yeah, a yeah. week ahead of time. Yeah. Like, I actually, my boyfriend has sent me up to, like, we have a Google Calendar thing, and it sends me alerts for all the stuff I have to do two ah. hours ahead of time, one hour ahead of time, 30 mm-hmm. minutes ahead of time. That's good. Yeah. And so it's a... Uh, it's really fun, like, when it said, whenever I set up the alerts and stuff, so it's like, oh, now I can be on time, but it's like, that's how much management I have to do of myself when well, I'm not on the medicine. When I'm on my medicine, I don't have to manage myself that hard. Like, I just remember that, oh, hey, I have this thing coming up, and I only need one alert, and I can get yeah. ready without, like, if I'm putting on my makeup, I'm not like, oh, I need water, and go get water, and spend 15 minutes sitting around on Facebook, <laughs> and go finish my makeup, Let's and that's why it took me two hours to put a face on, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting because like I still have a ways to go before I even have another legal prescription. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's a uh, and getting the medicine is hard because like people want to buy it off of you, especially working in the yep. service industry. People love to buy medicine off of you. And like yeah, my doctor friend that wrote my prescriptions for me, he actually came to me because he's like, well, you're a musician and like you work in the service industry, you definitely know where to get things like cocaine. And I'm like, damn it, I do, but <laughs> I do too. Like, <laughs> like people come to me for drugs because I like. I mean, the artistic community, and that's really weird. You know, it's like, I don't want to be the person you come to for drugs. Like, I need this. Yeah, for me, I mean, when I was in university, I always had colorful hair. So anytime I would go out, um, I would always be the first one that people would come up to and be like, do you know where I can score some blow? And I'd just be like, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look and at it's my so hair. bad because you're just like... Why is this person asking me this question? But right, this also, <laughs> damn it, it's yes, like I yes, I can answer the question. God yeah. damn yeah, it, I can help you. <laughs> Your story. Um, my story. So my story is um relatively pretty brief. I was diagnosed with ADHD in my last year of university, actually. Um, so before that, like since. I'd probably say like grade nine or ten, um, I got diagnosed with depression. So I was on just like a slew of depression medications and like really none of them had any effect on me whatsoever. So like, you know, I did Zoloft and the, I did the Zoloft. like, I can't even think of all of them uh, right now. Lexapro. 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 Yep. Did Zoloft, Lexapro. Uh, Lex- There's that one that begins with a P. Cyprolex. I was on Prozac. 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 Yep. Prozac Regardless. I'm so, speak. It's a new one. Ooh, very <laughs> nice. cost me $300. Yeah. <laughs> Only suppression medicine that ever had any impact um, was Cymbalta. So, like, that's what I've been on for a couple of years, actually. Um, 
but it also makes me really, really tired. Yeah. So yeah. for a while I was on this medicine and it like, I think it even makes my thoughts even more spaced out and difficult to follow in addition yeah. to having ADHD. Um, but at one point I like was just, you know, tired of all of this and I went and sought out some therapy. So mm -hmm. for every single therapy session, so, like, a psychologist session um, would be, with my insurance at the time, it was a $45 copay. And then to see the psychiatrist, it was another $45 copay. So, um, initially, like, I went in and my mom had mentioned a little couple months previous to this that, like, she had seen online that a woman had thought that she had depression for many, many years, but mm -hmm. then was diagnosed with ADHD, switched medications, and was really helpful. So I was, I kind of had this, like, maybe this is similar to what I was having. So oh. I, I went in and I had the, like, ADHD testing. Mm -hmm. Get this, like, 60-page report that <laughs> says severe all over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So... <laughs> You know, I, I was given medication for that, and I immediately noticed a difference. And I, I noticed how much I had just been compensating mm -hmm. my entire, like, previous academic career. You know, I had just noticed this, like, in the last six months of me being in school. So when I started taking the medication, which I was um, diagnosed with Adderall, and, you know, it worked for me. It, it mm -hmm immediately i just noticed like oh so this is what normal people feel like it's I, like oh yeah. so i'm <laughs> able to actually like do stuff yeah you know it's like i'm able to actually concentrate Thanks. my thoughts into a progression where i don't feel like i'm like tripping over myself yeah. you know um and it was it was just so so helpful and it was also really helpful with my depression medication because i was always just so tired so like it would just take me forever to, like, wake up enough to get out of bed and do things, which, mm -hmm. like, then I could stay in bed all day and just, oh, like, sleep. And then I would wake up and I would be like, oh, I hate myself so much for just <laughs> yeah. losing the yeah. entire day. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. You know, I that had happened to me so many times. And with, with the Adderall, it's helpful that it's like, okay, I feel... Yeah somewhat motivated to do something now and like to get you out of bed and strike up something that you do need to get done and that you feel capable of doing so like I'm still on the Cymbalta because I think you know now that my brain is so used to the amount of serotonin that it's just mm -hmm. like well not recepting well it's it's a, a thing now that doctors are realizing that these two medications generally go hand in hand yeah like it's, they, it's they function the best both of them function yeah. the best for people when they go together. Right, yeah, because I think, like, having increased amounts of serotonin and then endorphins at the same time, because yeah. I am not at all, well, I am very slightly sort of educated on this, but I think you <laughs> you definitely have, it's so like, is it, is it, am I right with, like, serotonin and endorphins being the two kind of things that... In a, well, sure, yeah. Make happy. Right, yeah, but I think and it's, it's like... Yeah, my... Oh, do, yeah. Um, Is that what you're thinking of? Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah, so my point being, you know, they affect two different 
pieces of the brain. So, you know, having that increased serotonin from the depression medication. Yeah, yeah. And then the, and then the increased dopamine. I think that that is kind of, you know, that, like, magical combination. It's, and, like, what I've, what I've learned in terms of, of when and how to regulate the taking of the mm-hmm. meds, because, um, again, I've done this my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> And, and like I was saying, what I, what I used to do is I would only take my meds for school stuff. Yes. But because I guess my brothers went to the same doctor, my doctor was very loose. Um, I was always, I was always on a pretty high dosage. Like (laughs) I, I'm listening to some of the dosage that you guys are saying and I'm like, like, damn, I was a crackhead. (laughs) And like, I didn't even... I don't even think I even started. <laughs> like a little third grader. <laughs> like high messed, on fancy math. Messed up. It really messed up. Um, I mean, to be fair, I did have pretty severe ADD. But but whatever. So my point is I, I took those uh, I took those meds for school stuff. And then in the summertime, like, I would always get my withdrawal when I would stop taking my meds. Um, and over time, as I got older and my medication uh, dosage got higher, uh, my my withdrawal got way more intense. Yeah. Um, I have a vivid memory of just like in uh, in my second undergrad at home. I was living at home at the time, and my father like asked me something to like get him something in the kitchen or like why why did I put it on a small plate instead of a big plate yeah. or something, and I just broke down in tears. <gasps> And I just crumbled to the ground. And I just, I like, for like an extended amount of time. And I could not stop myself. And I don't know why. And I was exhausted after I slept for like four days. Um, it's crazy. Withdrawal is crazy. Yeah. Um, yes. But 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 that's why, like, over time I realized that the key is, is to take it consistently. Yeah. And then, and then on top, like, the, the, the sort of linchpin of taking it consistency is getting your dose dosage to a point where it doesn't impede your mm-hmm. off work hours, and and what I've learned again for myself is uh, what I do is I actually take my medication two hours before I'm going to wake up. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. kind of like what we were talking about with Concerta, yeah, yeah. but again I'm still only on twenty uh, milligrams of Vyvanse. I'm taking Concerta as well, and my birth control. So I put them all in my little pill case because. There's been a time. There's been like years where I wouldn't have a little pill case, mm-hmm. and I would. Then you just forgot to take. But like yeah. I would, I would wake up. I I knew I would wake up, uh, like at my second final alarm. But at that point, I wouldn't recall if I actually woke up the first oh, time around no. and took my medication, or if I just dreamed that I did oh, it. No. Because I'm a lucid dreamer, and I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, I have very vivid. It's real like you dreams. you have a whole dream where you get ready, and you wake up, and you have a shower, and everything's great, and, and then, then you wake up again, you wake up, and, and you have like, to do it ah. again. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Um. So I I now I have a little pill case. So I put it all in my pill case at night. Do you have like a Monday through? No, no, because no, it's the same. I used to because I was on all medications okay. and it was exhausting. So I'm like. Fuck all y'all. I'm getting it down to the bare minimum. Uh, people keep telling me to take vitamins. I'm like, I know I should, but I'm like, I can't. Well, well you should take vitamins. Yeah. 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 I know. There's no benefit to it. Yeah, you should watch uh, How to Cheat Dead. That's a good episode yeah. on vitamins. Also, okay. Adam yeah. is everything. Yes. On top of that, right, this is what I was saying. On top of that, I have, I have the cannabis. So I... 
because I've learned the different strains yeah. that I need for different th- times. Like sometimes I may be having a high anxiety day or or I need to like do some really serious data work where I need to go like full on robot mode. Or sometimes I need to like be creative problem solver or sometimes I need to be like really social person mm-hmm. or sometimes I have like a really horrible nauseous reaction to the weather or like <laughs> you know a migraine or yeah. or or my you know after this workout that I just had today my body is super sore I have a strain for that you need to take a bath so yeah Epsom salts I got that too um but I have so so I got a, I got a strain <laughs> I got a strain for all of that and I I have them like all in little, not, not not all, but I have like two or three strains not in little vials. Weekly case for yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> On Tuesdays, I, I take two or three come. little vials of pre-ground weed or cannabis um, that I it's carry with me. It's legal here now. We can say weed. I know. It's for medical purposes in this. Uh-huh. I like saying cannabis. Um, I also marijuana. decided to stop saying marijuana because mm. it is apparently racist. It. Yeah, that was the term that Americans started using to make it sound more villainous because it was like more Mexican. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So okay. it's like it's not inappropriate. I mean, it's not incorrect, but it's like why? That makes sense. Why we're ne- there's no Spanishness in any of us? Why? Well, I mean, I don't know about the Americans, but no, 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 no. <laughs> that's also Native like, American, um, maybe. But no, uh, exactly. That's like uh, there was. With the start of the war on drugs, the reason why it was started was because the person who started it was hella racist. Yeah, and exactly. he was all like, "These black guys yeah. are gonna be doing crack cocaine with our oh, yeah, precious white tapes. girls." Yeah, exactly. And we can't have that, even though there were white folk that were doing cocaine, yeah, but they were like, "Oh no, that's that's fine, that's classy. You're a classy bitch if you're doing cocaine, but you are ghetto trash if you are doing." Crack, which which they're the same thing. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> back back to back to cannabis, <laughs> the preferred drug of choice. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's it's for the first time ever in my history of, of taking amphetamines. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm I, I'm able to simultaneously, uh, you know, like quiet the thoughts. Like they're there's they're still all swirling. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I can do that hyper-focused thing on one train, but the cannabis also allows that sort of freedom of roaming that I can listen to the other thoughts in the back of my mind ah. and, and use it as, like, you know, a conversation as opposed to, like, an aggressive yell Monologue. Fest. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, aggressive simultaneous monologues. This is more of, like... An internal conversation now, oh, that's good. Um, and it, it's like simultaneously allows me to like, you know, think outside of the box, yeah. but also execute that plan. Yes. Once you think about it, because again, that's a good idea. You know, for three years from with ADHD, it's really hard to do that follow through <laughs> thing. We're all about the ideas, oh, full yeah. of the, so you know, many like, so many great ideas. So many just, great ideas. Everything is brilliant. We came up with Apple, but like, <laughs> we just never did it. But that's a thing, and so with with, with the Amphetamines, I like to call them amphetamines. Oh, uh, uh, it's not. It's fancy. It's what they are. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, it it'll, it allows me to continue that follow through and actually like go to my boss and and know what I want to say mm-hmm. and formulate those thoughts and actually allow them to come out. Oh, that's really good. I mean, as you can hear, I'm still like struggling with it a little bit, but it's a lifelong struggle, and this yeah. is the most coherent I've ever been allowed to be in like a social 
but Sorry. also thinking way. Okay, cool. Intellectual setting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For, so while um, the Concerta, I found that it made me like feel like a robot when it was on, there was definitely a, a switch. Like when I would feel it kicking in, um, in a way, I would feel like my body go a little bit like numb or clam up. It's it's like it's like something like you a get weird, tense. Like, wave yeah, that, yeah, like, you goes like tense through you. Right. You get tense, and I would always get a little sweaty. Yeah. Uh, so that's how I would feel when it was on, and when I was like focusing on whatever, I would always I would plan it so that I would take it an hour before whatever I needed to do on it. Um, but <laughs> but on the flip side. There's also the off switch, uh, wherein for me, it made me feel like a zombie and like you feel withdrawn from everything and it would be so uncomfortable. So firstly, you're fucking hungry because you haven't eaten like all day. So I would usually try and have like a big breakfast before exams. So egg and toast and stuff like coffee I don't know and then your stomach feels a little sick because you ate a whole greasy meal but then you don't eat for like five ten hours and you're starving so then you binge on a lot of food and then you might have alcohol because you want to fall asleep and you want to come down which is a poor recipe second I found it really hard to socialize because as I mentioned 20 seconds ago about um when the meds wear off you feel like a zombie and while the meds are on and you feel like a robot and you feel withdrawn in that sense um when they wore off for me i felt like i was i guess a blank empty shell and i just didn't understand what was going on because i was so withdrawn from everything that my friends were confused with how I was acting and so on top of feeling hungry and needing to binge on a lot of food um, you also leave feeling incredibly weird like you feel like you just came back from uh, I guess waking up from an operation when you're put under and you're confused because everything's a little weird. I know I'm making this sound like it's more fantastical than it is. Um, And I might be explaining it in a more dramatized way, but I remember there was one time where I had finished writing an exam and this guy I was dating at the time, he came and picked me up and I told him, I was like, FYI, I took my meds today, so I might be acting a little weird. And he just didn't understand what I meant. He was like, okay, whatever. Uh, And then we went back to his house and I can't remember what happened before this, but at some point I was like crying in the corner of his kitchen and his roommate just came up and was like, is everything okay? What is going on? I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I just can't handle everything that's going on in my head right now. Because it's like you've gone several hours without having, um, I guess, a human brain and a more dramatic way of explaining it. And then all of these emotions and thoughts and feelings just like rush back and everything switched back on. Um, So going from completely blank and robotic to like thrust back into the social world is a bit of a challenge and that was 
what I found incredibly hard with dealing with taking Concerta and probably one of the reasons why I also started to wean off taking it um, even while I was still in school like I would only take it if I necessarily had to because I had an exam or a project to work on because I just I hated the feeling of like what happened when I came out of the medication and it did feel like going through withdrawal every day because when the meds come into effect like you your brain is spiked with a whole bunch of serotonin and you feel alert you feel awake and you feel focused and then when they wear off like it just goes away immediately it's not like a gradual descend into normality it's like you just drop off of the leviathan at wonderland and i guess in a way i can see why people who don't have adhd do take the medication recreationally because it's um it's fun to feel on i guess and in some settings it is more accessible than other recreational drugs bringing this back to the war on drugs like i think there's a class issue with yeah. kids getting Adderall and getting uh, Concerta to like get high on or you know to cheat on tests with or whatever they think they're gonna use it for but like I think that's an incredibly like privileged little university kid white boy thing to do like they're not going oh I'm in you know I'm studying engineering at Ryerson someone hook me up with some meth like they're like can someone hook me up with some Addy even though it's the same fucking thing yeah and meth, I'm betting, would be a lot cheaper. Getting a whole script of Concerta or paying 10 bucks for one pill, like. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know when, uh, when the med students especially were really desperate for Adderall, they, they'll pay like 20, 25, 35 dollars. I, I charged. I mean, they're med students at a private university. They have yeah, they, can, they have the money. They have the fucking money. She got the mentory on uh, like cheating, and it was pretty much talking about how parents will pay for someone to write their kids essays so that their stupid kid who's yeah, an idiot yeah. can get into university yeah. or I guess college because I think it was an American yeah uh, we doc, will call, like, we use it interchangeably yeah, oh, okay. here, here it's the, the same thing yeah college and university is the same term in the uh, US yeah. no but so like I again so I've had access to this medication since grade three um, so I've had. You could have been a baller on the market. Dude, no, I've had people <laughs> you come to me. You missed out on a life savings. I yeah. no, I I never, you never did though. <laughs> I never wanted to do it because to me you it know. felt like it it cheapened my experience. Yeah, I kind of got yeah. that. I and it was like I, I I I struggle so hard when I'm not on my medication. Mm -hmm. When I was especially when I was a child, I didn't have didn't learn everything that I have, know today. Um, I, and this is part of my battle with taking the meds, is like, yeah. it was abundantly clear that I needed my medication to succeed, period. Not even like succeed in school yeah, yeah. or whatever, like to succeed. So, so it was never really an option not to, to take my meds. Um, and, and it was literally just so that I could be on par mm -hmm. with everyone else. Then my own intelligence and whatever would take over, which was also tricky because in instances in like English and whatever, when I had to be creative, I couldn't because of, of the medication. So actually yeah. out of everything I excelled in, I did English twice in, in grade 12 to get a better really? grade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I had the same thing, actually. Yeah. I did <laughs> quantitative studies twice in university, and I got a shitty grade both times. But, like, I did. I did. Because this was before I had my accommodations, so yeah. I <laughs> better afterwards. But, um, oh, I just got, which I just got really distracted and forgot where I was. Oh, sorry. Uh, people was wanting I? to buy your Addy. Yes. So, so for me, it was I always like, like it's called Addy. Like, yeah, it's so kiddish. Like, can I, I get some Addy? No, it's, it's like an Australian like candy. It's but, almost like an Australian made up the nickname for it because you know that everything yeah, yeah, yeah. that they have is yeah. like an Aussie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. everything's like, like cute and sainy. But again, this is yeah. had tribute to how long I've been on it. For me, it was usually Dex. It was always yeah, yeah, yeah. Dex. Um, yeah, that sounds like Dex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like you're asking for like a, that phone book. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 The like the Rolodex. The Rolodex. Rolodex. <laughs> Pat has all that dick. Oh my god, that's but uh, yeah. <laughs> so but so when I buy by the time I got to uh, university, my first undergrad, mm-hmm. and everyone like really started hounding me. Yeah. Um, I like was needing money also obviously, and so I bent it a little bit, but I was like. I'm going to charge you like 25 bucks for a pill. That's good. I only charge 10 or 15. If, if you really, really think you absolutely need it and you want to make that decision, then fine. Mm-hmm. But like... Give me a couple of dinners while yeah, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> but I only did it like very, like handful of times. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time I did it was... Uh, mm, the second last time I did it... <laughs> was in grad school because I actually, in all of my, my time with people, have never seen anybody uh, like snort anything through a dollar bill. You've uh, never seen anyone do that? Well, I have now. Oh, wait. Are you saying like just through a dollar bill? Through You've a dollar bill. you people snort stuff before. Yeah, like, no, it was through, I threw a dollar bill. Oh, I wanted okay, to okay, see okay, okay, what okay. other readily available objects did I always... Oh, yeah, money, money is money. gross. That's money is nasty. so gross. I, 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 hold on, I'm a film nerd. No, and... you can like take a piece of paper and cut it. Like, yeah. That's what I would that, do. Yeah, that's what other people Use do. Use an Get this like weird film nerd, like cinematic scene fetish thing out of the way. I must experience this in real life and see if it actually looks like it does in the movies. Um, and so Surprise. so somebody that I knew at the time was like, I'll do it. I was like, okay, I have my meds on me. Uh-huh. I will like contribute the meds I've, I've to, see, to see this experience. So it's like kind of like a payment thing. Yeah. So like I paid her. And so you wanted like, to see a show. But, uh, and then I traded it for LSD once, but. Oh, oh that's a good trade. That's yeah. a good trade. That's yeah. way better than Coke. Yeah. Because like. It's hard to find LSD. Coke, like, I, it's a weird, also a weird thing with my biochemistry, maybe, I don't know, with the whole amphetamines, mm-hmm. but but uh, cannabis, uh, shrooms, LSD, that's it. Nothing else works for me. Interesting. It, like, it either makes me feel like I'm on my, my medication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or nothing. Yeah. And it's not that I haven't yeah. taken a lot like like quantity wise and it's not that I haven't taken some good shit like I know legit people I have been with people what that I've taken names same and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh and got messed up and I was just yeah. like okay so I'm gonna give me the weed so I can experience something fun that's true but yeah. Uh, yeah I um recently like a couple months ago did MDMA for the first time in like years. The first years. time is the best time. Well, okay, so I had done it back when I was in university and had never. Yeah, one does. <laughs> and have not like I what I had never done Adderall before that moment before that time. Mm. Um, so it was like what great. Um, but when I did it, <laughs> so most, pretty. Let me touch you. 
Yeah. Oh my god. My recently when I had done it, it didn't impact me at all. And so I have kind of the same thing that it was yeah. like, is is my body just so used to being high how this that particular high yeah, yeah, yeah you know just this sort of feeling that i just feel normal yeah and you like your brain yeah. reassociates that yeah. feeling with like being on your medication yeah, so yeah. Like i'm just like i'm at the club yeah, yeah. and i'm like i just want to go home and organize yeah some shit. oh my god like, yeah. my god yeah. Yeah. come on what, why are all these people being so stupid yeah, like it's ridiculous yeah, yeah so i've <laughs> i've had the same kind of experience where it's like all right well <laughs> There goes that class. But I'm curious. I'm curious about. I'm gonna keep talking about cannabis okay. because I'm 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 interested to see if if you guys partake and if you feel that you experience it differently than the norm. Because I've I've noticed with hmm. people that are uh, that smoke weed in their adulthood, um, the people that still stick with it seem to be the people that either are diagnosed with ADD or ADHD. Mm-hmm. Or probably should be. Um, uh, yeah, I have a couple of those. In you my can tell. And I'm I'm endlessly curious, and I need to actually look at science and see if research has been I'm done. I'm high right now. Me, well, <laughs> me too. That's why she's like, I'm uh, I'm that's why I brought like right three now. bags of yeah. snacks with me. Like, I figured you guys knew, and I didn't have to announce the fact. Well, as for weed, um. I smoked a little bit in high school because, like, my friends, like, the skater stoner kids smoked, so I would smoke with them, and it was okay. I didn't really care that much about it Um, because I had discovered alcohol when I was, like, 12 because my dad let me drink with him, which was very stupid. But anyway, um, so I started smoking weed more when, like, I... I actually don't think I smoked weed that much when I was in university because I was doing a lot of drugs. So when I graduated university and when I moved out was I think when I started smoking pot because my ex at the time smoked pot and I was like, I'm an adult, I can buy pot, I can smoke pot, I live in my own apartment, my mom's not going to smell it anymore, ha 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 ha. But because I always got mad munchies, I would just eat and then my stomach is like, you dumb bitch, like you can't eat that much. So I would always feel sick and want to go lie down. So I think because of that, I was just like... Nah, bro. Okay. So I didn't really Fair. enjoy weed. Fair. But it does smell really good. I did. <laughs> I did once make pot brownies for my friends and like fucking idiots. So it was the first time I made pot brownies. So I made pot butter, which was easy enough. And then I kept on thinking, I'm like, this isn't, I don't, I don't think it's enough pot, guys. I don't think oh, it's enough. So I put like oh, yes. all four grams or whatever that I got in the yes. brownies. And then because we were just like, these are brownies. We're adults. So we took normal sliced yeah. brownie slices <laughs> instead of like, you know, small, yeah, we put yeah. weed in this. We were so high. Yeah. I called him sick to work the next day because I was still high. Yeah. I've done that before. <laughs> oh, man. And my buddy, yeah. he had to leave because he uh, he told me the next day when he went to work and he was like, I think I'm still high, man. And then he was like, I had to leave. I decided it was my time to leave your apartment when I felt like I was going to wet myself on your couch. And I'm just like, yeah, no, that would be a good time because I would have made fun of you your entire life if you did that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I do use cannabis kind of in the same way that you do. I think that, um, interestingly, I think that, like, you don't really get, like, stoned yes. on yes. cannabis when you're on Adderall. Like, yes. I kind of see it as a way to to slow down a little bit. You know, yes. things are moving very quickly. 
and it helps with the yeah. anxiety that usually accompanies yeah, you the know it, it helps like soften it a little bit i would say it kind of i like that helps you more <laughs> able to differentiate between the thoughts that like just i mean they're like in a string and are on track yes. and you're like yay i'm not thinking about 11 different things right now but it also helps it kind of come in an order that is a little bit more manageable yes yes yeah definitely and i don't like to me i started smoking when i was like 15 and i love weed so much but to <laughs> me it's like weed is weed like it i don't know like i've never really been able to differentiate like one an indica high versus a sativa higher anything that, like that that's bullshit you know if you so, if you start paying attention to strains. the strains that you're smoking mm. and and the the like different chemical makeups of the strains yeah you, you will notice yeah. the thc versus cbd, CBD versus, yeah, yeah yeah the other three letter word that i always forget that nobody ever cares about uh, i'm thinking rbc but that's no. wrong <laughs> that's my bank <laughs> And what is your uh, visa number? Um, <laughs> you want my social identification number? I would like that to <laughs> I don't oh, know where it is. But yes, oh, I, I highly recommend trying it yeah. because it sounds like you do enjoy weed. And I feel yes. like we have similar brains. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and we have similar, similar jobs. jobs and, and, yeah. That's true. And, yes. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. Weird. So I'm saying, I'm imparting oh. my experience. Well, oh, my yeah. 20s. Um, What's your sign? So I do. I partake. Um, I actually didn't. I smoked once um, when I was 18, and I didn't really like it. And then I didn't smoke again until it was like right before my boyfriend and I got together. So it was a few years ago. I was only like 26, 25, 26. So I didn't really start smoking regularly until then, which I'm actually really glad I waited that long. Um, Brain yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. So I'm oh, sorry. I'm like no. So uh, I didn't start smoking until I was like 26, and uh, mm-hmm. every uh, I actually prefer to smoke when I've already taken my Adderall because, like, when I smoke without Adderall, like, I get kind of it's not the like same. I am now. I'm just like I'm a little quiet, a lot more observant. Like I um, I'm definitely sleepy. Oh, that's like I'm very nappy. Like, and it doesn't oh. matter the strain. I'm just like marijuana. Just blanketly has a one overall effect on me and I don't Would really feel like the difference. To wrap yourself up. <laughs> no, 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 okay. So fall um, Yeah, that's exactly what will happen. I'm, I'm like, I could take a nap. If I get on the couch with the dogs, I'm going to go take a nap. They're really um, comfy. I prefer to smoke when I'm medicated because like the medication gives me the nice kind of like mellow, mm-hmm. like or rather the marijuana gives me the mellow whereas the medication gives me the focus and so like the Adderall keeps me awake and focused when I'm, whenever I smoke and then yeah. smoking helps me just kind of like slow it, down it because it out and, I have yeah. a I have a really bad habit of like talking really really fast <laughs> like, so and people so will be I. like Katie take a breath did you breathe what's happening oh my god and I'm actually like <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen those old school Looney Tunes like yeah. where it's that where Bugs where it's like the ones where um where it's matched up to music which by the way if you look really close they're actually matched up like to the second which is incredible for yeah. the time because they yeah. enter everything they it's were really, really fucking good yeah like, those dude, drawings uh, were Dude, Chuck Jones is like one of the best directors, like cartoon directors. is amazing. Um, so I love it. So like sometimes it's like, like I can go on when I'm uh, if I'm on Adderall and I don't smoke, or if I'm just like have if I haven't smoked at all, I'm like I'll just start going. 
that's you know, it's true. just like all that. It's like it's like a circus, and it yeah. just never stops. And well, that's that's like again, to, like, like take breaths to what to what I was saying. I think where it helps me, yeah. like slow slow all the ideas yeah. down, mm-hmm. so that it's like they're all still there. Yeah, and instead of like spewing it all out the way I would otherwise, it's like. No, slow down. Take yeah. a second. Yeah, it comes in like let's, manageable chunks. Let's like yeah. you know slowly pull them together so that it's coming out in one coherent way, and thought out coherent way instead of just like doing mm-hmm. it and jumping into it, mm-hmm. yeah. which is you know our tendency. Yeah, yeah. Head first. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, but yeah, it's also interesting. Like I didn't start smoking until end of grade twelve. Yeah. And at first, it was a really bad time for me, but that was mostly because I was smoking with. My dude, my dude friends at the time. My who, dudes. They were, you know, they were my well, buds. No, 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 no. They, you. they weren't being touchy. They were just being jerks, dudes. like oh, immature yeah, yeah. dudes. Okay, they're like, like douchebags. Yeah, <laughs> and they, and they would try and fuck with me. And like, I remember there was the. I started only smoking hash at first yeah, yeah. because they were like, "Oh, we've been smoking forever. We're done with weed. We're only smoking hash. <laughs> yeah. They're so cool and sophisticated." And now the only dab. I know. Oh fuck yeah! Oh, I love that. But so I, so I remember when I oh, finally God. started smoking weed. I'm so confused. Uh, for they, they brought out their bong and, and like it was, it was a. Zong, and they, oh, had a, Zong. they had a big bowl uh, and oh packed God. it to the brim. Of course, and then make you feel like a chump. No, yeah, they, they handed me Betty. Her name was Betty. Aww. And and uh, they're like, okay, Danny, so smoking weed is different than smoking hash. You know, it's going to take a little longer. It's going to feel a little different, but like no rush, no worries. Take your time. And me being like the little girl that I was not knowing anything, trusting my friends was We're like, smoking hash like okay, that. smoking hash is great. Um, but it's like way more, way more chill and mellow. It doesn't um, hit you the same way. Okay, I think I've only smoked hash once. I can't remember. It's real good. Oh, the place I order from sells it all the time. Try. try I, re- I recommend. That's what I was doing earlier. Uh, getting it delivered. I was like, please deliver after six p.m. Thank you. But yeah, so I, 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 I sat there with Betty, and I'm smoking, I'm smoking, I'm smoking. I finished the whole thing. I, I look up. Everyone's laughing. I start laughing. And I'm laughing for what feels like forever, and, and I start. You're still laughing. I start crying, ah! not not because like I'm laugh crying, but I because I can't stop laughing. And you just think you're gonna die. And I die. just and yeah, I, I'm crying because I want to stop laughing and I can't. And then once that finishes, I turn around and I look, and I had a pool at the time. It was my in my backyard, uh. and I look and. Dancing around the pool are squirrels what? in in the in the, the design of Jerry Bears eating bagels. Awesome. What? Yeah. I've never met anyone who's hallucinated while using marijuana. And that was the only My time, first time with an edible. That was the only time it's ever happened to me. And after that, when I got to university and I met a whole bunch of real rad chicks and started smoking with women, and I was like, oh, this can be pleasurable. This doesn't uh, have yes. to be stressful. This is actually a nice time. Yeah. And so then, like, it was still recreational or whatever. Um, but it was always, like, that was, like, my creative time. Like, it focused my brain enough to, like, actually think about something to do and do it mm-hmm. um, if it was creative, not if it was, like, schoolwork or whatever. But yeah, if it was, like, something that I was passionate <laughs> about um, that didn't require reading. Um, but then, now that it's, like, way more talked about, and after, like, I got back to Toronto and, and I started talking to people about various things and got over the stigma of like, oh, whatever, you guys are highbrow mm-hmm. weed connoisseurs, like get a life. <laughs> um, and, and actually like looking at, into what I was smoking and more people doing research and that research becoming more available and whatever. 
Um, it's really been night and day. It's okay. been like, like the missing piece. It's been indescribable. The the benefit that it's that it's it's had for me. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure to tune in next week when we are going to be talking about stories about our time in school. So from little baby kindergarten all the way up to university and for some of us, graduate school. And uh, we will be here next week. And I hope you have a great weekend. And thank you so much for tuning in. Ciao. Yay.